Rebecca and me Megan how are you guys doing what's up girl how are you I'm good how you doing good how's your week fine same shit new week okay so we need an update for some of our listeners on that um the ice cream that we tried yeah very free okay Trader Joe's what you think so I tried the Trader Joe's vanilla um dairy free ice cream and I think it was like more of a custard Type. And that's then, not it. I know. And then when it was good though, don't get me wrong. But then I actually dropped a little bit in my sink and it didn't dissolve. Like what? Hours later, I went back and it was just like it was like frosting. It was still in my sink. I was like, oh yeah, I'm uh, not eating that. no, I ain't trying to clog up these arteries. Yeah, mine didn't go that way. So I tried the Ben and Jerry's. I tried two: the mm-hmm. Ben and Jerry's sunflower butter one, mm-hmm. and then the almond butter one. Uh, bad flavors. I got milk and cookies for yeah. sunflower butter. Disgusting. It was very sunflower milky. Butter? Sun- First of all, don't even tell these people. Who the hell buying that? Listen, it's new. I wanted to try it. I love ice cream. So mm-hmm. the flavor was nasty, but it tastes sweet like regular ice cream. Mm-hmm. And then the almond butter one was, or almond milk, uh, that was fudge. And I hate chocolate ice cream. So I didn't like that either. But okay. they taste regular. It was fine. Yeah. I'm even thinking about like trying oat milk. Because everyone's talking about, like, switching from almond milk. I don't know. Ah, I don't ah. even drink milk, so I don't know. Me neither, so. Yeah. What are you loving this week, though? Mm. You go first. I feel like I just went. I'm loving these, um, what is it? Hold on, cat. What is it? What are them chips things? That's what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, these little. Yeah, let me cas- see them. Cassava. These cassava chips. Okay, so I went to, I didn't go, honestly. I had Amazon bring it to me, to (laughs) Whole Foods. (laughs) And I got a bunch of vegan things because I'm trying to be vegan this week. Mm -hmm. And I got these cassava strips. And they're sea salt and they're bomb. So go pick up some. Don't lie. Them things is not bomb. I just taste it. They taste like Lay's plain potato chips. They're so good. They weren't memorable because I really don't remember. But right, I'm like they were not memorable. They're bomb, y'all. Try them. <laughs> yeah, for me, I'm over here using. Um, I've been using the Black Girl sunscreen, mm. and I like it because I feel like a lot of sunscreens make me look like Casper after I apply them. Right. But um, this one gave me like a nice sheen to the skin. Um, it definitely smells like um, baby powderish. Definitely smells like sunscreen. I didn't smell the baby powder. I believe it's talc free though, so I don't know. I have to look at the ingredients but it seemed pretty good and it gave me like a nice glow i was on the beach the other day looking like yeah i saw those instagram pictures yes girl doing it for the gram (laughs) (laughs) so this week we got another letter Mm -hmm. and the subject of the letter is the boy is mine okay my best friend and i are polar opposites she's a turn-up queen and i'm more reserved and laid back that sounds like us yep We have been friends a little over four years, but she means the world to me. A few months back, we were out and met some guys. I wasn't interested in the guy that approached me, but she hit it off well with her guy. Hmm. The problem is that I honestly think he's my soulmate. 
Ew. He is compassionate, God-fearing, driven, and moves with purpose. Yes, God. I I feel an electric energy when I'm around him. She just isn't at a phase in her life that she appreciates the kind of guy he is or is ready to settle down. (laughs) I don't know if I should tell her how I feel or miss out on my future husband. Please help. Girl, what? what? (laughs) First of all, no, ma'am. That's not your future husband. No. I don't know. This is hard. What? If, if, the, if the sparks were like that, he would have came at her. No. You know what? It's hard because her friend is turn up queen not looking for a man, and he is everything that she's looking for. You can't just write it off and be like, no. Okay. But, okay, let's back up to, like, last week. Your soulmate, you don't have to, like, put it out there for them to, to see you. You know what I'm saying? So right. that man did not see her. He sees her friend. So that's what he's looking for. Right. Or it could have been a situation where it's two guys and he's like, maybe his friend was like, oh, this girl bad. Let me go to her. Yeah. And you didn't know, you that's know. So yeah. But no, her friend already dibbled and dabbled is talking. How, what's, what did they say? Hold on. Run it back. Are they like talking? Like, I don't know. They, she hit it off well with her guy. She didn't say they're talking, they're dating or whatever. Oh, yeah. No. Once your friend is talking to him, it's dead. No, I agree. You shouldn't talk to a guy that your friend's talking to. But what if your friend's not serious? She's making it seem like her friend's turning up, not trying to be serious, whatever. No, but so it you matter. let a good guy pass up when your friend don't even care about him? It's dead. Because I mean, listen, like if even though I don't see it serious or I'm not trying to be serious, the minute the next bitch want him, okay, I'm I'm get serious. I might just for a few minutes. I hear what you're saying, and I and agree. If friend. your friend talks to somebody, they're completely off limits. I get yeah, that. Yeah. But I think it's hard. And she wants to know, though, if she should talk to her friend about it. What you think? Nah. I mean, first of all, it's always going to bring the weird tension in their friendship. And that friend, who knows, might be a little insecure about, you know, men. You don't know. Like, I think it's all the, about But the it's her best friend. She knows her best friend. It's all about the positioning of the friendship. I mean, for me, I just charged the game. I'm like, damn, I love him, but oh well, I can't. But have he's him. everything. No, a future he's not. husband, soulmate potential. That's everything she thinks. What is God saying? She says she's God, God is theory. saying he's the one for you. You nah, need to go get him. If he is, God will make a way. Hmm. Yep. He'll clear the way if that's what it is. And then the friend will give her blessing for it if that's what it's supposed to be. But really, though, Rebecca, would you ever, if your friend came to you and was like, I really like this guy you're talking to, would you truly give your blessing? If I am truly having fun and I'm enjoying my life and I'm not interested in the man and I think it's a good fit for you, yeah, I'd be like, go ahead. Like, And I wouldn't feel no type of way. But everybody's not like that. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I will always look at them funny. Yeah, definitely. Like, okay. And and it goes back to like what is going on between me and the guy. If me and the guy are hanging out, we've done stuff, or, like we've like been on dates and stuff, yes and no. Like what? Yeah. There's so many men out here. Y'all need to just move around. <laughs> I feel bad for her. I think that it might Sorry, mess up their friendship. Definitely will. So So that means you're gonna charge two things to the game. Your quote unquote <laughs> man who of your dreams and then your best friend. Like why you want to lose all that for some peen? Yeah, because it's going to be hard because it's not like she can be around them because she's envying their relationship. Yeah, ugh, that's bad. That's messy. Yeah, give it up. Sorry. Sorry, girl. Um, you got to move on. Maybe distance yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they'll probably break up soon anyway since she's not ready to settle down. Yeah, I say just give it some time and let life 
like take its course because what's meant for you is going to come regardless. And if this friend feels like this is not the guy for me and I see how this guy might look at you, maybe she might give you her blessing. So pray about it, girl. Yeah. So anyway, this week we are talking about friendships. Mm-hmm. Woo. Friendships. So I was reading on Essence.com, mm-hmm. and there was an article saying five toxic traits of uh, friendships. Mm-hmm. And so some of the traits that they had was someone who doesn't root for you mm-hmm. when you're happy, when something big happens. Right. Uh, the friend that makes everything about themselves. Mm-hmm. They can't ever be genuinely happy for you. They only call you about drama, mm-hmm. and then they don't defend you when you're not in the room. Oh, that ain't a friend. Right. So, though, what if you've had a friend for years, mm-hmm. and they do one or two of these things? Are they not really your friend, even though you guys have been friends for years? No, I think, um, one, first of all, I think you have to sit back and look at who people are. You know, people tell you who they are in their behavior and their actions. And you have to say, evaluate that. Like, does this align with where I'm going and who I want to be around? Right. Because who you choose to be around is your future. Exactly. So um, if they don't align with that, then okay, you don't have to necessarily be with them every day. You don't have to, like, rock with them every day. You can just kind of, you know, deal with them accordingly. I agree. I think there's several types of friends. Mm -hmm. And I also think that friendship relationships change. They do. So... You could have been my best friends and we've been rocking hard together for a time Mm -hmm. and then you've changed and I don't like the person that you're becoming and that's okay too. Or maybe they don't like the person you're becoming. Exactly. That happens. I think it's hard though with friendships because it's a hard situation to end a friendship. Like a relationship, it's easy. You can say it's over, but with girlfriends or guy friends or whatever, it's how do you break up with your friend? Yeah, see for me, like I feel like... um, I have a lot of friends and I have a lot of people that I just even because I feel like I'm a friendly person. Right. And I have an inviting spirit. So as long as I feel like your energy is good, like I'm probably going to vibe with you. And I'm the complete opposite. I feel like part of me is I'm the fifth child. So I feel like I have built in friends, Mm -hmm. but also it's too much for me. It's overwhelming. I feel like I'm a bomb friend, to be honest. You are. You are. And it's too, it's a lot for me to keep up with everybody because I truly care and root for every single person. And I can't do that for 10 people. I'm sorry. I can't. Yes. It's it's really hard. Yeah. For me, I just, I mean, I feel like I have my core group of friends who I probably talk to every day, every week. And I mean, I think friendships happen in seasons. So there's some seasons where I'm going to be really close to one person. Right. And that's what that's what we need to do for that time. Right. And, you know, and then maybe in the next season we might not be as close, but there's still love there. Like all my friends, even people I don't even speak to anymore, I still got love for them. But, you know, we're just in a different season. And I think that's the true show of true friendship when you cannot talk to them for a while and then you come right back to where you were. Right. Yeah. And that's me. For me, like, I'm really bad about, like, keeping up. Like, sometimes, like, I'm a Capricorn, so I get really deep into my own thing. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I'll probably not call for, like, days. Sometimes I'll even call my dad for a few days. And, like, if you don't know me, then Mm -hmm. you're probably like, oh, man, she bogus. She not calling me. But that's just sometimes how I get. Right. But I feel like as adults, we all have a lot going on. So anyone who's expecting you to be on their beck and call, like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, you. I mean, you just can't in this in this climate in this kind of 
I don't know, the world that we live in, you just can't can't keep up with everybody every day. Yeah, but how do you feel about bringing old friends and new friends together? Woo. They got to be the same kind of people, and they got to be in the, into, like, the same kind of things. What do you think? I don't agree. I think it's fine to bring two different sets together as long as they're, like, friendly. They have Say to be cordial with each other. Happens. But why <laughs> is there drama, though? There's always drama. I feel like, especially with women, we're so temperamental. And, I mean, yeah. I just feel like we should all just be wanting to have fun. Like, who wants drama? No, I think, and I think everybody does have fun, right? Mm-hmm. But then people's feelings get hurt, and you don't know it. You know what I mean? Or We'll speak up. No, you can't, because then it's going to be drama. I just feel like, as an adult, if you do something that upsets me, I'm going to put you pull you to the side and be like, hey, you know what you but said you back there? You were talking about my business. I didn't really like that. Please don't do that. You know, yeah. something. Yeah. But then I feel like if you don't know them, you really can't do that because you don't know if they're going to go off on you. I think the best thing to do is to talk to whoever brought you together and be like, hey. But that's a lot on them, too. Well, they shouldn't have brought you to, together. <laughs> it's kind of their responsibility. Not really because I guess you're adults. Right. We're grown. Like, yes. But, like, you still want to respect people's space. Right. But, I mean, as a person who brought the friends together, mm-hmm. when are you really going to be together? Their birthday, some big life event? Like, you don't have to be best friends because they're friends, you yeah, know? of course. No. So, I don't know. I just feel like it's their responsibility for a little bit because they kind of brought you together. So, they understand both parties. Right. So, maybe they might be able to diffuse the situation. Yeah. I feel like for you, though, you do a good job of having different friends for different things. Yeah. Like, I'm not the turn-up queen, like, at all. And you have your group where you want to go to the club, you want to do this and that, and, you know, don't call me because I'm not going. Yeah. Because, girl, oh, I can't stand going out with somebody. I'm ready to go. I'm like, girl, we just got here. Right. (laughs) No, ma'am. You, you will be going by yourself. <laughs> right. And that's the thing. Like, I know myself enough to not even put myself in that position. Yeah. And I'm going to stay home. But so, like, do you ever feel left out? No. The only time I ever feel left out is when friends go and eat without me. <laughs> like, I'm a foodie. <laughs> and if I see on Instagram or something friends going to eat and I was not invited, I'm pissed. I'm cussing all y'all out. Don't be trying to bring a situation into this. I'm just saying it happened. we were going to the club after. Listen, it (laughs) happened and Rebecca got cussed out and I didn't even know the full story. Girl, what's your definition of cussing out? Why would you do that? That's me cussing out. Yeah, I was like, "Um, ma'am, we went to the club after and then what did you say? Ow. I said, oh, oh, okay, that's fine. But yeah. I was pissed. I was heated. Yeah. I, I'm a foodie, too. But, I mean, that's usually what happens. We start eating and having a cocktail. And then if it's, like, you know, midnight and you're like, okay, I don't really want to go home because I'm buzzed off my drink. I'm, you know, let's go enjoy some good tunes. Says the girl who falls asleep at midnight oh every my day. God, every time. Woo. You can't hang. I am such a grandma. <laughs> okay. But what about when... Friends have life changes. Mm. Oh, my God. When a friend gets married, a friend has a baby. Do you think the relationship changes? Yes, of course. It has to. It has to. I mean, especially when a friend gets married, there's a certain respect that you have to have for your friend's marriage. 
Um, you can't just be asking your friend to be like, oh, let's go out and let's do this. Let's stay out long. Or, you know, you just have to respect their marriage. Yeah, I think it's important to respect it. But at the same time, I think sometimes friends respect it too much. Like they don't call you anymore or don't yeah. they don't invite you place. And it's like, yeah, I'm married. I'm not dead. Yeah, true. But then there's certain like there's certain vibes. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. There's certain vibes that you just don't really need in your marriage, especially. OK, let's say if we're going to a certain place and there's probably other single guys. You don't want to make your your friend's husband uncomfortable with the kind of people that we might be hanging out with. So it's not. You know? Yeah, I just think it depends on the person you're married to and what type of marriage you have. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about us because this is us. Okay. What do you think changed after I got married and had a kid? Your focus changed. I mean, we we had we went in two different directions, right? Mm-hmm. I'm here trying to find myself, and you found a big part of yourself, right? Mm-hmm. With your family and your kids, and you know, and I feel like. I'm not gonna at that time. That's not what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And um, did you think I was crazy? No, no. I think it felt it fell in line with your personality. But I think like I feel like you probably would have lived a little bit more. Like I feel like you probably had a little bit more to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think you sometimes can use it as an excuse to not explore because you have your family. I'll agree with that. I don't think, you say it fits with my personality, but it's so surprising because when I think back and even talking to my family, they're like, you never had marriage in the equation. I never thought of marriage. I was really career driven. Mm -hmm. Like I knew I wanted to have this career and all this stuff. And Mm -hmm. then it just happened. Right. And so it's crazy. But I do think that I changed where it's like, I feel settled and Mm -hmm. it allows me to not grow in some aspects because it's like oh I have I'm happy I have my husband I have my child I have my career like Mm -hmm. what else and it's like I'm forgetting the me aspect of me growing and me trying new things and me experiencing things alone because I'm leaning hard on the partnership right yeah that's my only thing and I look at it I'm like wow like I'm doing a lot of growing alone you know and so I think that's where it becomes more difficult to find a partner because Mm -hmm. you do a lot of like self time, self care by yourself. And you know, you don't, you're not building for a partnership. I mean, now I'm training myself to say, okay, like this is what I should look for. But right. Yeah. Like, I mean, having your own place by yourself. Like, I mean, I've lived by my own for like five years now. Right. So, and I mean, there's always that talk about men saying like, not dating the strong black woman or the woman who has that career. Do you think there's anything to that? Not in the men I'm trying to date. (laughs) But what about the men you have dated? I mean, I think um, some guys can be intimidated, but I think it's my personality sometimes because I have a very vibrant going out, out there personality. And so I think sometimes that can scare them off before even career stuff. So it just depends on like where they're at. I feel like the past men that you've dated, I feel like you're definitely on a different level. Yeah, always. And that sucks. It does. And I feel like it's intimidating to them. And you can see that it's like, oh, wow, she's doing so much. And they're like scraping to get to your level and they can't do it. And it just doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't. But the thing is, is like, I feel like even in past relationships, 
Like, I would try to be like, okay, I can chill. Like, I'm cool. Like, I don't mind dating someone who isn't where I'm at. Like, I'm yeah. okay with it because I, I enjoy, like, introducing them to stuff and, like, working with them. But then I feel like I'm their mama and I can't do that. I'm, yeah. I can't. And I so. feel like they feel that way because you're trying to motivate them to do better, but they don't want to be motivated. Right. They want to be motivated on their own right. terms. Yeah. So you think that people should date a guy at their level? Yeah, definitely someone who's going to add to what they what they've got going on. Like I don't think yeah, I think you should have someone that compliments what you're doing. But do they have to be career-wise or financially at your level? Someone who compliments. <laughs> <laughs> what because, do you mean by that? Because you can marry a guy who is like a financially like safe person, right? but may not have the same kind of finances as you, but will keep your finances together. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of person that. who will balance it out and be like, okay, babe, like this is, I did our books this month. Right. And you know what I mean? Like you just need someone who's going to balance you out. And yeah. So I don't necessarily think that because I mean, I don't think I really want an entrepreneur who's going to be like running the streets all night and like, or just hustling just like right. me. You know, mm-hmm. I want someone who I can come home and be like, oh, babe, I had the craziest day. And for him to be like, man, I was at the office. And, uh, right. <laughs> you know, just like I like the dynamic of having something different. Yeah. I think I would have a really hard time, though, if I was out working hard and he was sitting on the couch saying I'm looking for jobs. Kind of like in, in, insecure with mm-hmm. Issa and in the beginning in season how, one. Look how like when it unfolded, like she was like, damn, like, I had a good dude. Right, but it took five years to get there. How much time are we going to waste with someone who's trying and trying? Well, then don't until the five years then. But then, like we said in the last Let podcast, Let we grown. like to grow. You know, growing together in a relationship is an important aspect too. Okay, growing to the, the common goal. Not growing as like, oh, like, you know, you still got to get your shit together. No, we're growing together towards, towards our goal. Right. So, yeah. I guess you just have to have that common goal. Yeah, I like it, it goes back to what I said last time. You have to be with someone who's ambitious and who's moving towards it. Not someone you have to like kick in the butt to move towards it. Someone who wakes up before you and says, oh, babe, are you ready to go for that run? Because we both have like a weight loss goal or something. You know what I mean? But then you're saying that you want them to motivate you. But how are you motivating them? No, I think that's, that's, that's give and take. Mm-hmm. That's give and take. If you say, if I have a weight loss goal and he's physically fit already and he's up for the gym... And he, like, nudges me and says, babe, I'm about to go for a run. Come on. I'm like, great. Right. I feel like I agree, but Mm -hmm. it's somewhat unrealistic. How? Because if you're binging watching TV, they want to spend time with you, and they're going to binge and watch TV, too, or whatever. You kind of, like, you're together, and you morph together. So it's like, yes, I want you to motivate me, and he somewhat will, but at the same time, you guys are going to be doing the same thing. I don't get it. You lost me. (laughs) I just feel like it's, I don't know. I don't feel like a lot of relationships are like that. Are like what? Someone who's there like, come on, let's go. You said you wanted to lose weight. Let's go, go, go. And who, would, I wouldn't like want that. that. Like, shut the fuck yeah, up. I'm asleep, like that and so I leave me like alone. That. I didn't like it. But okay, I liked it in small doses, right? But that's, that's again, learning someone's personality and in, in learning their love languages and what and how to communicate with them because... If he would have just did it gently, like here and there, okay. But nigga, don't be um, <laughs> waking me up every time. Right? Yeah, or when yeah. I order fries, yeah. don't give me no crazy look. Like, I'm taking the day off. 
Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah. 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 It, it's hard. It is. So Because, I mean, if someone cares about you, you do want them to be real with you. You know what I mean? Right. But at the same time, I don't want nobody, like, telling me what I can and cannot eat. Hell no. Like, mm-mm. Right. But, but that's why you kind of need a guy who's going to let you be you. Exactly. So, yeah. But we veered sure away that. from the friendships a little bit. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about dating a friend? Someone who started off as a friend, mm-hmm. but then it just switched to a romantic relationship. Perfect. I want my husband to be my friend first anyway. But to start out on a friend level yeah. or just... Mm-hmm. I feel like it's hard because when someone's your friend, if you break up, you lose that friend too. Well, you was going to lose them anyway. Okay, listen. When they're your friend, they understand you. And so, and even like, think about it later on, when your love life, you know, kind of slows down, if you still have your best friend, like that's what partnership is about. Right. Yeah, having that relationship that you built already but we didn't meet like my partner and i didn't meet on some hey let's be friends and kick it stuff we met because we were attracted to each other mm-hmm. and we grew into that friendship into love into but marriage you ever had a friend you start getting attracted to them like oh my god like i just love i just love how you do that that's my friend no <laughs> <laughs> i mean no. no for real like you might not feel that about all your friends but I don't know. I don't know. For me, I would want my husband to be my friend. Like, I want to know you, you know? I want to know him. Yeah. Do you feel like it's okay to date a friend's family member? I think it's best to, like, be with people that you kind of know already. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I think I read something once that said, by the time you're 25, you already know who you're going to marry. Yeah, you probably do. But my thing is, it's just being running in circles, right? Like, I feel like right now, like you were saying, a professional black woman, whatever, it's our pickings are very slim. So if I know, like, my friend is professional, whatever, I'm like, okay, let's do it. Like, you know what I mean? So if you go on a blind date with a with someone your friend thought would be great for you and mm-hmm. there's someone you would never be with, are you wondering, like, what does my friend really think about me? What? Let's say I hook you up with a guy, right, and mm-hmm. he's the worst. Mm-hmm. Like, he don't have no job. He don't have no teeth. Like, Girl, all the up. things that are important to you. <laughs> you would never do that. Let's just say, right? No. Would you judge after that date is over? We would you be, be like, friends. why would you do that? No. Like, would you wonder what I think of you as a First person? First of all, when the man walks up to me and say, am I Rebecca? I'm going to say no. <laughs> and then, then we're not friends no more because, girl. Because, I mean, first of all, don't play with my time. But maybe she thought he had a great soul and spirit and ambition and you guys Mm -hmm. would great together. No. No. Why would I do that to my friend? No. Come on, Megan. For real. I'm just saying. You can't judge a book by its cover. You cannot. But I'm not going to (laughs) go sweep up no homeless man and be like, here, Megan. He's going to be a great I did not say he's homeless. Like, what? No, I feel like when you set someone up, you need to set them up, especially when it comes from a friend. You should set them up for something you would want for yourself. But I'm not dating myself. It's you, you know? Yes, but I'm saying caliber. Like, would you date this person if, if you were, you know what I'm saying? Would, you, would right. you want me to set this person up with you? Right, right, right. Okay, last question. Mm-hmm. Do you believe guys... And girls can actually be platonic friends. Do you believe a woman ooh, and a man ooh, can be a friend without ooh. having any past 
or future sexual attraction to each other? Um, sexual attraction, I think everyone's sexually attracted to each other, especially if you're like, what? Looking, yeah, if like, okay, if you're a man and I'm a woman, I look good. Not that you're like, oh, I want her, but you'll walk past my, oh, damn, she's looking good today. Like, yeah, she looks nice today, but not like I want to bone her. Come on, you know guys always want to bone. So you're saying that they can't be friends? No. Nope. I mean, they can be friends, but I mean, come on, that thought is going to cross their mind. Seriously, are you serious? Yeah, the thought is going to cross their mind. Not that they will do it, not that they will act on it, because they will have a certain respect for their friend. You know what I mean? They're going to be like, okay, you know, I know where I'm at in my life, and that's not what my friend is looking for, so I'm not going to even put that energy towards that person. But, yeah, guys, shit. Yeah. I agree. I don't think they can be friends, because like I said before, when a male and female meet, it's not, hey, I'd love to be your friend. It's I'm attracted to you in some way. You're attracted to me. Maybe it was personality. Like, oh, I'm attracted to the, not attracted to their personality. It's just someone I could see myself hanging with or someone I could But see. I don't feel like people think that way. I don't see someone on the street be like, he looks like a fun guy. I'd love to kick it with him. No, I say he looks good. He's sexy, whatever, you know. I want to see know. what he's about. Don't you don't friends. find friends that way. I don't really have that many male friends, so I really can't answer this question. I mean, I have a handful, but mm-mm. like, and then also, like, I mean, guys are friends with girls that they don't find attractive at all. And I mean, I'm sure they're not saying, oh, I want to bang her. Like, I mean. But typically, if it's a situation like that, the girl is very unattractive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being serious. <laughs> I'm being serious. But they're still attracted to something. Maybe they're funny or it's a friend's cousin that they just been hanging around with forever. I'm talking about a girl that looks good Mm -hmm. and a good looking guy. You don't see that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I guess y'all let us know what you think. Yeah, let us know, man. Because I think think anybody can be friends platonically, but... At the same time, like, I think guys always have attraction to certain people. Like, you know. Yeah. If you agree with Rebecca, let us know on Instagram, the You Think You Grown podcast. Or if you agree with me, let me know. And we'll discuss it next week. Yeah. So, Rebecca, mm-hmm. what you been watching? Oh, my God. I've been watching <laughs> Dynasty. That's my show. What is that? Um, it's this show about, like, this rich family, the Carringtons. It's hilarious. And it's just about their family, like, dynasty and how, you know, they're doing all these scandals and, um, killing people and getting away with it. It's just hilarious. And money and, yeah, it's funny. I like it. It's an old people show. <laughs> Sounds like it. Mm-hmm. What about I, you? What you watching? I've been watching I May Destroy You. It's that new show. I don't know if it's on HBO Showtime with Michaela Cole. And it's so good. It's really good. So okay, y'all should check that out. That's mixing me up. But yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have to see a trailer. Okay. So on Instagram this week, though, mm-hmm. there was a poll. And the question was, should women discuss making drastic changes to their hair with their man beforehand? And should men discuss drastic hair changes slash shaving their beard with their lady? Oh, God. You go first. You go first. I don't think so. For a woman. 
to be honest. I feel like men don't have vision. Like, women love changing their hair and their style and everything. Mm -hmm. And if a man is like, if you go tell him, I have long hair and I want to um, get a diva cut or something like that, they're going to be like, no, babe, you look fine, leave it alone. No, and they don't know. But then when they see you, they're going to be like, damn, you look good. They don't know. So, I mean, I think for women, um, we go through so much, like, with confidence and, like, where we want to be and, like, what makes us feel good. So, once again, it goes back to being with someone who's going to love you wherever you at. So, my man got to love me however if I want to wear a blonde, purple, yellow wig. It might not look that great, but, I mean, he should just stand by whatever I do. Yeah, it shouldn't matter. Yeah. I mean, but I definitely probably like, babe, I'm going to go get my hair cut, like. Yeah, you mentioned it because you're excited or something. Yeah, but, but if I'm he was like, him. if he said, Unless nah, he don't do he that. He paying for it. Does it matter? Maybe, shit. If you want me to keep changing my hair, then that means you buying it. <laughs> <laughs> but what my about. my hair is not expensive. I mean, it's expensive. What about the dude, though? If your dude has a beard mm-hmm. and he shaves it all off, does he need to tell you beforehand? I mean, he doesn't need to tell me, but I would be sad probably. I'm like, oh, my God, no, I love the beard. Like, you know. Yeah. Especially beards, they're usually soft and, you know, filling it against your face. I hate when it's prickly, so getting it cut, I would probably be really upset. Yeah, you need to tell and me. And it changed the look. I feel like men look really creepy after they cut their beard. Like some young boy, like, mm-mm. Girl, no. you just said you need to tell me, like, he your son. Yeah, but no, I need to know so I can tell you don't do it. (laughs) Do not do it. Okay, okay. Especially when they cut off their mustache. Uh, uh, no. Don't do that. Men, please don't do that. I don't know. I think it's the same thing. Like, you gotta just ride with it. No. Don't do it. I mean, my ex twisted up his hair and he looked a fool. I told him he looked a fool, but I had to go with it. I was like, Why do men always feel like they need dreads? Mm-hmm. Especially because the process of getting to dreads is so disgusting. It looks gross. Those little baby <laughs> twists are not cute, girl, y'all. The dreads are gonna come for you, girl. No, I love mm-hmm. dreads, mm-hmm. but the process to get to the dreads are not cute. <laughs> Them little twists got to go, guys. I'm dead. Please don't. I'm dead. But yeah. What do you think about the guys who like decide to like dye the top of their heads? Like you like a lot of people have been doing, like, the blonde. Or I hate it. Really? I'm not big into the changes, y'all. Like, I like how you are, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, if you need a haircut, get that every what two weeks. What about the guys who don't like weaves? You got to go. <laughs> I feel like yeah. it's just part of dating a black woman. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. And yeah. if you can't get with it, then don't date a black woman. Yeah. True. Like, even if you don't wear weave, I feel like any guy who's like, looks down on it, like, get out of here. Yeah, that whole Meek Mill move when he was, like, going. I mean, I got to admit, some of them lace fronts do be, like, oh, terrible. <laughs> True. <laughs> terrible. True. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I agree with you, Meek. But I swear, you can always spot them. You look on the TV and you're like, oh, she's wearing a lace front. I'm like, how you know? Oh, her oh, hair girl, looks so yeah. good. No, they don't always be looking good. No, no, no. Back to them baby hairs, how we started last week. Uh-uh. You don't need them big swoops and swirls. I like the baby hairs, okay? Yeah, Everyone does ones. not have a small not, forehead. Not the ones that you comb out the wig and trim down and glue. And you talking, you doing too much. I don't even know. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, they doing too much. Like, 
I remember I had got my first frontal. Oh Lord, man! I could just see the the swoops right now, baby. Okay, and a frontal means that it's only weave at the top. A, no, that means the whole thing is weave, right? Okay. But the like my edges, nothing is out, and okay. then it's the front of it, it's like a weave. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I had no hair out, <laughs> and it looked crazy. It looked crazy when the baby hairs came down. Yep. <laughs> Because you had coarse baby hairs. No. <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> don't act because you got some smooth hair now. Don't I don't have no baby hairs, though. And I have a huge forehead. Yeah, so, I have my know. little... I, I'm, I'm proud of my little naps, girlfriend. Didn't put my little gots to be on it. And they, they have gathered, okay? I heard that gotta be is making people bald. Yeah, actually, I don't use that. I just thought that sounded good. <laughs> Yeah, no. What do I use? Um, yeah, I probably use some leave-in conditioner and this other stuff. I don't even know the name of it. It's in like a pink bottle, but yeah, it, nothing lasts. Yeah. Don't Real quick though, before we leave, y'all, you know what's bothering me? I am now trying to be more focused on buying black brands and black things, and it's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. Like especially with hair products, before when you hear things like Shea Moisture and all these things, and you think, oh, it's a black brand. And then you realize that they're bought out by white companies. And so it's like, well, how yeah. are you supposed to know? Well, the thing is, first of all, a lot of these companies just can't get the funding to stand on their own two feet. You know, it's very expensive to have um, products, especially in these mainstream stores where where people want to shop. If you want to shop in Target, if you want to shop in Ulta, right. it, is, it costs a lot of money to keep those shelves, those products on the shelf and, you know, designing it and packaging it and preservatives and all these things that we want to avoid. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. And so are we supporting these companies that were started by black people but sold them to a bigger conglomerate? Well, I mean, yeah, because I mean, th- th- that person's probably still getting a cut if they're smart. They're still they're still having some equity in that company, or you know, maybe they're still the face of the brand. They're still they're still getting a check, right? And I mean, I mean, it's either that or you're supporting something that has nothing to do with someone who didn't even consult, you know, a black person to make our product. Yeah, I would like to just have a list so I can know because specifically for those brands that aren't able to get into Target and Ulta and all that stuff, mm-hmm. like I feel like I'm scouring Instagram to hear if the little, you know, mom and pop shops or things that are trying to get off the ground. Mm-hmm. So if you guys have a list or know a site, let me know because I want to support. Yes, let us know. Email us, DM us, add us. We'll even shout you guys out on here and, you know, we definitely want to try it. Yeah, so our email is youthinkyougrown at gmail.com, and then you can DM us on Instagram at youthinkyougrownpodcast. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. See you next week. Bye.